And I felt so comfortable putting his glasses on my face because I felt like, well, you're in my booty hole, so boundaries aren't a thing. Hey, you're listening to the Sweet Pasta Experience. I'm your host, Sweet Pasta, a.k.a. The Princess Ho. And this podcast is for all the princess hoes and the men that love us. So sit back, relax, and enjoy. Princess Hoes and Hobies and Sweet Pasta, a.k.a. The Princess Ho. Thank y'all so much for listening to my podcast. Make sure y'all subscribe. Leave a review, share the podcast with the homie, all of that. Also, leave a donation on the Anchor website. Or just send me some money on Cash App, Sweet Pasta 1000 Hey! So, today's episode is called How to Catch a Princess Ho with Online Dating Apps and Not Get Catfished. And special edition for Los Papis, because you know... Sweet Pasta loves the Spanish niggas. Okay, all jokes aside, I got a question from one of the fellas, one of the pursuers. Sweet Pasta, hey, I want to try online dating, but I hear too many horror stories about catfishing, bait and switch. How can I tell if a woman, a princess online is real? That's a really good question. So first things first, I just want to say, Women catfish out of insecurity, not feeling good enough. There's a lot of pressure on women to have a certain aesthetic, beauty standards that are sometimes unachievable. I know Sweet Pasta has been guilty of catfishing because I just didn't get the results that I wanted. (laughs) So many dry conversations, lack of guys asking me out on dates. So I just experimented one day and found some model on IG. So just know that's just how we think. I'm not saying it's okay. Just illustrating a thought process, helping y'all understand. Anyways, the best thing you can do after talking and sending a few messages online, ask to video chat within 48 hours. You can video chat via FaceTime, Google Duo, social media like Snapchat, Instagram, Facebook Messenger. You can Zoom, Google Meeting, any of that, any platform within 48 hours. This is why. First, you can tell she's serious. And give her 48 hours because sometimes some people be busy, you know, school, working two jobs, sleeping and all that. But give her 48 hours. You also want to video chat because for myself, Sweet Pasta, I feel a man is taking me more seriously if he wants to talk on the phone, especially video chatting. I feel like we can build more of a connection versus just texting and messaging alone. Some alternatives are asking for social media accounts. When you get their social media you can look at the pictures and videos and see a sequence and compare and contrast their body. Also, some women feel safer giving out their social media versus their phone numbers to create boundaries. Maybe, uh, I don't know, maybe they don't want you all in their personal business or maybe they just want to keep some space, not get too distracted from the dating world. Also, you want some social media because it's a great way to research your potential princess hoe, learn about her, get some clues, know what she likes. Just saying, nice little surprise. Lastly, I know a lot of men are visual, but I need y'all to stop solely basing your interactions off pictures. I need y'all to stop being starstruck, booty gazed, whatever phrase you want to use. I need y'all to read the profiles. Read the profiles. What do y'all need to do? Read the profiles. This is why. 
on my mother's ashes. I kid you not. On this one dating site, I'm not going to mention his name. I was looking through the women profiles and I noticed that there were multiple profiles where women would copy and paste the same description. And I was just like, how y'all getting scammed? How, how is this happening? Like how y'all getting catfish? Like you can't tell that she just posted this profile that I seen on five other women's profiles, read the profiles. Also, you want to read the profiles so you can have good conversation when you messaging your princess. So something to talk about, maintain her attention by actually reading her profile but do not do not can y'all fellas hear me do not ask for more pictures this is why first of all she can just easily find more fake pictures that's not going to help you go anywhere secondly women we get super irritated when a man asks for pictures myself sweet pasta i assume that he's talking to so many different women that he forgot what i look like and with princess hoes we want to feel special secondly I assume that he's just going to collect these pictures and have no intentions on seeing me, meeting me in person. When a man asks me for a picture, I just send him to my social media. Like, hey, if you want to see some more variety, check this out. Or video chat me or just coordinate the time to meet in person. But I've later learned in life, like, y'all are visual. Like, y'all just want to see something different. But no, don't ask for more pictures. And for myself, sweet pasta, I know men like pictures and whatnot, but I prefer giving it to him willingly, you know, cause as women, if we like you and we in a mood, we're going to want you to see our titties. We want, we're going to want you to see how cute we are in our dress or whatever. And she's going to send you those pictures willingly. You may have to ask one time, but if you're that nigga and you're doing your part, right. She's going to send them willingly. You won't even have to ask, but yeah, those are my tips for not getting catfish and trying online dating sites. This actually makes me think of my personal experience with meeting someone online. But before we jump into the episode, you know we got to do the word of the day. So today's word is euphoric. According to Google, euphoric means characterized by or feeling intense excitement and happiness. And the reason I chose this word is the interaction that I'm about to describe you could tell it was very euphoric for both Sweet Pasta and the individual. So we're going to call this Poppy Glasses because he has some really nice, cute, stylish glasses. So Glasses and I met online and he was like, Pasta, I want to meet up, slide on me. So I asked him, hey, can you send me an Uber round trip to and from? Of course, he sent it and he told me he would have a gift for me when I arrived. And I got super excited because one of my love languages is receiving gifts. So it was an hour long Uber ride. One, because he was far away from me. And two, it was rush hour. So as I'm riding in an Uber, I text him and say, hey, glasses, I'm hungry. You got some snacks? And he said, no, LOL. There's a convenience store downstairs. And I'm thinking to myself, this cheap ass nigga, whatever. So I pull up and he opened the door and baby, Thank God for eyesight. Oh, when I say he was my type, my type of poppy. He was tall, Hispanic, crispy cut haircut. Oh, and his glasses was cute. And he had on his business suit and it was tailored. Oh, and the business suit was super important because similar to how guys get excited over women in lingerie and bikinis, women get excited when we see a man in a nice tailored suit. Like he reminded me of the guys back at home. Oh, we, 
So anyways, one thing about sweet pasta is I really value being comfortable wherever I go. So I instantly go into the bathroom and I wash my hands because COVID is still a thing. And as I'm getting ready, I ask glasses and say, hey, what makes you reach out to me? Why did you like my profile? He hesitated and said, to be honest, and before he could finish his sentence, I'm thinking to myself, oh, hopefully he don't say because I'm black. Because, you know, when you're a black woman, unfortunately, you think and wonder, do they really like me? Or they just want a special sexual experience, one of a kind or whatever. But to my surprise, he said, oh, because you're natural. And then I was curious about where he was from. So I started to ask him and said, hey, where are you from? And I asked this question because from my experiences, men who like natural women, you know, pubic hairs and all that, peluitas, either they're older American men, because back in the day, less women shaved, or men of all ages from the Caribbean. And he was a younger dude. And of course, I like cultures, meeting people from different countries. So I was just genuinely curious. He said, I'm American. I'm from South Florida. And I didn't press it because from... Hispanic and Spanish people I've met, some of them truly feel more connected to American culture, despite where their parents and their grandparents are from. And some actually get offended because they feel like they don't belong in the States when you ask them questions like that. Like, no, I'm American just like you. So I left it alone. And then I wanted to know some more about him liking natural women with pubic hair. So I said, why do you like it? And then he told me, oh, in Europe, they really don't shave. They're natural. And I was like, oh, cool. Have you been to Europe? he said no. And I'm thinking to myself, how are you going to make commentary on a continent you ain't never been to? So I was still curious about where he was from. So I just straight up asked him. And I said, Glasses, where are your family from? Where are your grandparents from? He said, Nicaragua. I was like, ooh, Nicaragua. I don't know too many people from there. But the few guys I have met, they're really nice. So anyways, we get to it. You know, I set the move on some 90s R&B. You know, got to love some throwbacks. And then we get to it. I was slurping him up, slobbing him down. And when we're in the bed interacting with each other, it was just so nice. Glasses was just so gentle with me, so communicative. Every time he wanted to touch me in a certain way, he asked. And we were just talking to each other. It was just so comfortable interacting, having sex with him. And at one point, I'm laying on my back on the bed, and he's on top of me, and he's inside of me, and he's just moaning. He was like, I really, really like you. And he was just so breathy as though he could, couldn't even speak. And I'm thinking to myself. My reaction, my first thought was, you like me? Sir, you're my husband. I was literally falling in love with him while he was just digging at me. And then my second thought was, who you been having sex with? Like, do you have sex with super mean people? You seem too appreciative right now. Anyways, at some point, Glasses told me, I'm super nervous. And I'm thinking to myself, um, how are you when you're confident? Because the way you digging in this pussy, you tearing up these princess parts, clapping these cheeks, hitting this, you seem pretty comfortable right now. And then at one point, he's on top of me and we do a missionary. So I start rubbing on his hair. And I was like, dang, he ain't got a lot of hair. It's really short. And then I slide my hands down his neck to his shoulders on his arms. Ooh, he been in the gym just a little bit. You know what I'm saying? And then I start moaning. And I was like, ooh, daddy. You know, trying to stroke his ego. No reaction whatsoever. And I thought to myself, note to self, every man does not like being called daddy. And then at some point, he shocks me because I'm laying on my back on the bed. 
He's on top of me, and I look down, and he just got so stroke. He's rotating his hips, gyrating. Like, it seems like he's really trying hard to show out, to please me. And I'm really thinking to myself, no, sir, you are not shy. It felt like he was trying to get a gold medal for digging in his pussy. And then I was just so excited, having so much fun with him. I felt super adventurous, and I wanted to try something. I had asked him, hey, do you want to try anal? And he said, yeah. So I grabbed the lube, rubbed it on his dick, got on the bed, on my hands and knees, and then he slid it in. And of course, mission failed. It hurt too much. But he didn't trip off of it. I'm not sure if he was just pro-efficiency, didn't want to get soft, didn't want to hurt my feelings or make me feel bad, or maybe he was just enjoying this pussy, these princess parts so much, he wasn't tripping off some booty hole. So we get back to doing missionary. He's on top of me, and I look up at his face, and he's so calm and blissful, like he like he just ate a spoonful of warm chocolate pudding and was just so happy. And then at some point, we are on the floor. He's standing up. I'm on my knees, ready to give him head. And I, as I'm putting on a condom, I notice on the left side of his dick, he has a grayish faded black birthmark. And I thought it was cool because I'm very pro-celebrate people's imperfections. I had asked glasses, like, hey, has a woman ever complimented you on your birthmark? And he said, no. (laughs) And then at some point, I had taken off my glasses because it's kind of hard to give head and have glasses. And then he had taken his glasses off because we was just going in so many positions. And then I grabbed his, and I just wanted to try him on. And he was a little hesitant because his prescription is thick. I was like, no, trust me, I'm the one that can't see. And, of course, his lenses were dirty just like mine. (laughs) And I felt so comfortable putting his glasses on my face because I felt like, well, you're in my booty hole, so boundaries aren't a thing. And, of course, he busts his nut, woo-woo-woo. So then he told me, hey, I got to catch my flight. You could tell he was in a rush. So as I'm getting ready, putting on my clothes, he keeps stopping me by kissing me. And then in between kisses, he's calling me babe. And I'm just like, oh, my gosh. It was so addicting. He was torturing me. So I was like, man, I wish I was his girlfriend so we can, like, get ready together and, like, have quick sex before we go out and stuff. I was like, I wonder what that would be like. And then he ordered me an Uber uh, to go home. And I told him, when you land, text me that you arrived. So as I was riding in the Uber on my way home, pussy throbbing, I was just smiling like, "Mm, mm, oh, gosh. So what can we learn from this? First things first, to all my princess hoes, pride. The first P of princess hotivity. Some behavior, princess hoes, has to be beneath you. Some behavior you have to turn your nose up to. I remember back in the day riding a bus. One time it was over an hour to go see a guy so he could make breakfast for me. And another guy... I rode the bus at night by myself to go see him. And these weren't my boyfriends, my homies. These were guys who I just met. And I didn't mind doing it at the time because I grew up in the suburbs without a car. So I was just grateful to be outside, to be mobile and stuff. But as time went on, I had to learn that you have to show a man your standards. And if he likes you, he's going to provide accommodation. He's going to provide transportation. And I'm so grateful for glasses because he was so willing He was so generous enough to provide an Uber for me. And that's a big deal as a princess hoe building her confidence and her pride because some of us, we are, sometimes we think we're asking for too much. Some of us feel like we're a burden, but individuals like glasses just remind us to have a elevated way of thinking. And I remember later that week, this guy wanted to see me. He was like, oh, I want some pasta. 
And I told him I was 20 minutes away from him. He was like, 20 minutes? And I didn't even get offended. I was just like, oh, whatever. Like, you can't even drive 20 minutes with some pussy? Really? Like, you tripping. And I was thinking about glasses. Like, oh, glasses didn't have a problem sending me an Uber on to the next. And part of the reason I feel as though the dating scene isn't as good is that we need more women and princess hosts requiring effort out of fellas and pursuers because I truly think they're bored. They need that challenge. They need that from us. Ignore all the noise of guys telling women that their standards are, are too high. No. They, I truly believe the men out there, they're bored. They need more of us giving them a challenge. I kid you not. And then the second thing I want to talk about to all my princess hoes is upgrade happens when you let go. So I'm still healing over a heartbreak from one of my past pursuers. What really made me feel insecure and tiny is that I'm super talkative, super intellectual. You know, I'm a whole sapiosexual and I enjoy conversation. And I noticed with my past pursuer, he, we would have super dry conversations. He wouldn't add too much input. And I thought that I was too intimidating, that I scared him away. No, all that went out the window when interacting with glasses. Because tell me why he hit me up days later after uh, we had seen each other. We were talking on Snap. And he is just so eloquent, great speaker. He writes and types full paragraphs, proper grammar in English, uses commas, even speaks Spanish, and he'll send voice clips. And we'll talk about an array of topics. We'll talk about sex. We'll talk about culture. We'll talk about music, careers, food, relationships, a variety of things. And it's just a breath of fresh air. So, princesses, if you feel like you um, are going through a heartbreak or you missed out on someone, no, there is always someone better, way better than you thought you had, just saying. And then to my fellas, my pursuers, protection. And I know there's a lot of men and pursuers who want to be strong, physically strong, want to have that strap, want to have a knife and keep a woman out of harm's way. And that's great. But as women and princess hoes, we need to feel safe with y'all in intimate settings too so the sexual experience can be better. So tell me why later that week I had sex with an individual and it was not a good experience. One, his feet smelled like corn. Two, he was just so rough and entitled. The way he was just touching my body and grabbing me. And you know when you you pound and slam on the brakes and then the seatbelt jerks your neck? That's what it felt like having sex with him. And I remember in that moment vividly, I was like, I don't like this. This is not, I don't feel as happy or as safe as I do with glasses. This is not the same experience that I had like I had with glasses. Side note, you know you that nigga when a princess hoes thinking about you when she with another nigga. Just saying. Ain't no competition when you doing your job. So to my fellas and my pursuers, I want to encourage y'all to definitely have that gentle masculinity both outside and inside the bedroom. Because there are some princess hoes where we have experienced some sort of sexual violence from individuals in the past. So how you interact with a princess hoe can really alter her sexual experiences. And then outside of being sexually safe with a fella, a pursuer, emotionally safe, you know, I feel as though it, it was just really dope how glasses. He was straight up with it. Like, yo, I really like you from the jump. He wasn't too worried about simping, being too cool, worried about, Oh, is he going to come off too thirsty? And even on Snap, he would comment on my post and he would send me long, eloquent messages like, you're so cool. I admire you. You impress me. And how he just loved not only attributes of me, but my podcast, just 
boosting up my confidence, just gassing me up. And then he made me feel so comfortable that I tried speaking Spanish with him. And that's a big deal because I don't speak Spanish with everyone. Like you got to be a certain type of person to speak Spanish with. (laughs) And then the fact that he was vulnerable and shared how he felt about me first made me courageous enough to share my feelings for him, my insecurities about pleasing a man. So when, when you're interacting with a princess, so you're supposed to make her feel more confident. You're not just supposed to lick and stick, pound her and all that, but she should be a better person. She should have a better thought process of herself because of you. And that comes with you leading and taking that initiative and setting the pace and showing her, reminding her that she's worth the effort and she's worth the pursuit. And overall, I'm just grateful for Glasses because he just helped me better understand Princess Hoactivity. And that's the stuff I came up with. Like That's just, just so beautiful about interacting with people. It's like They can help you learn and see the world in a different place. So that's my guy. He is so special. I'm so happy he's my friend. Um, but that's my podcast. Thank y'all so much for listening. Make sure y'all su- subscribe to all my social media, my Twitter, Instagram, and Snap. Sweet Pasta 1000 because I don't keep it 100. I keep it 1000. TikTok, I love Sweet Pasta 1000. And of course, OnlyFans, Sweet Pasta 1000. You know, your girl got body, but she also got bills. And to all my princess hoes, you're worth the effort. You're worth the pursuit. And if no one else loves you, Sweet Pasta does. Okay, I gotta go. Bye.